You are listening to the Mindset Forge podcast. I'm Barton Bryan, your host. It's another week, solo cast episode today. This is going to be a short but super important, impactful episode. I'm talking to guys 40 to 60 years old who really want to max out and make this chapter of life their best. 40 to 60, the wheels can come off, right? You don't want to be one of those guys who prematurely kind of ages just because you didn't develop the discipline, the habits, the strategies, and understand kind of what it takes to stay as fit and as strong mentally, physically, emotionally as possible, and then putting a purpose to that. A lot of us are dads. Think about how important it is to be a great role model for your kids. We've got to be disciplined. We've got to have great work ethic. We've got to do the little things that it takes each and every day to show them, like, how do you do this in your own life? Because this is a world, and we, we, we understand this because our kids are growing up in it, where it just seems like so many kids are falling by the wayside or just not learning what they need to learn to adapt and survive and thrive in this kind of reality that we live in, the adulthood that they're heading towards. And we've got to be able to teach that to them. But it starts with us, right? So, hey, this is a perfect opportunity. We're going to focus today on making an investment in yourself, right? And I'm not talking about like signing up for some program or whatever. I'm talking about like, let's make an investment time-wise, financially, and let's put it out. Let's not just set a goal. Let's not just talk platitudes about we're going to be like this. We're going to do this. It's time to put your money and your time where your mouth is. So let's talk about it. Now, you might have heard LeBron James supposedly spends $1.5, maybe even $2 million a year on his health, on his recovery, on his ability to be at his absolute best so that he can continue to play. And he's going to be 39, to be his 21st season in the NBA. And he's still, you know, whether you like him or not, he's still at such a high level for his 21st year in the NBA, you have to respect it, right? But that's a perfect example of somebody who's investing time, energy, and money into the things that he needs to do because he understands that the longer he stays as a basketball player, the longer he stays on the court in an NBA basketball uniform, the more that impacts not just his legacy, not just his ability to you know, to break all the records that he's trying to break and and surpass Michael Jordan. He's got goals, man. And this is a part of how he gets there. That investment in himself, in his body, in his recovery. And so I want to take that, that concept and I want you to think about that. I want you to think about like, what are you willing to invest in your fitness, in your health, in your mindset, in your recovery in those things because you're not investing anything at all if you're trying to do the whole thing on the cheap it's not going to last and what do i mean by on the cheap maybe you have a membership to a gym that's like purple and yellow and costs 19 dollars a month that would be on the cheap right no culture you're not around other people who are thriving in their fitness journey right you're just taking the least expensive membership and saying, well, at least I got a gym to go to, right? So that's the type of stuff I'm talking about. Let's not lowball the thing that matters. And I'm not telling you to spend $200 a month on a gym membership. I'm telling you just like, think about where you're spending your money, right? Because 
money is truly a representation of like what we feel we're worth or what we feel is valuable. So where we spend our money is related to that too. So if I'm spending $300 a month on chicken breasts, steak, vegetables, all those things that I need, my fridge is packed with that so that I'm never without, you know, hey, I come home from a meeting, I've got a quick lunch I want to get, I've got rice, I've got ground turkey, you know, already cooked, ready to go. Like, that's an investment I'm making. I'm choosing to spend more money than the average person on protein, on the things that I know are healthy. Because in the end, you know, if I did the math, I'm probably spending three, $400. I don't know, I don't know the exact number, but I'm spending more money than I could by investing in my nutrition. Same thing with the gym membership, right? I've got a couple of different options. I've got a, I've got a lifetime fitness. You know, we have Camp Gladiator boot camps. My wife kind of does a combination of both, right? We, we spend money on those things because they're important to us. And it also allows my son and I to go work out together, which is a huge part of my purpose and, and my kind of vision for my son and for how I'm going to help him really achieve in his life. So those things matter. I spend that money without even blinking an eye. Now, we can waste money. We can spend money on things that don't matter, and, and we probably do that all the time. But think about the things that do matter. right? If you're somebody who's just doing the same old, same old, going to the gym, like having spiced up your workout, maybe you need to hire a coach for a couple of months to help you write some programs to get you kind of back into some of the newer understanding of you know, what we need to be doing in the, in the gym for like results-based strength training, hypertrophy, those types of things. Or maybe you keep going in and getting injured, right? But you're not willing to really like figure out why, hire someone to figure it out with you, right? Those things, a huge thing. You want to spend the money on that. You want to get a good coach, a PT, somebody to help you get through that, figure it out and, and allow you to get into the place where you're thriving and not just kind of stepping two feet forward, two feet back because you keep getting injured. We have to find ways and be very strategic in this time of our life with how we're going to continue to move forward. Because I see at the gym over and over again, guys, super nice working out, come up to me, dude, bro, you look great. Man, it's awesome. You're doing like, and then, you know, but I see him for a month and then I, I'm, I haven't seen him for a couple months. And then here they come and I'm like, Hey John, where you been? They're like, oh man, I, th I hurt my shoulder. I had to get, I went to a PT, a bit of a bunch of stuff. It's my super spinatus, right? Like it happens all the time. I hear it all the time. I threw my back out. I hurt my knee. I did this. And so much of that is that they're just not anticipating or understanding like the process of how the body needs to develop at this age. They're still living and working out like they're 25 and their body's just going to recover. It's just going to adapt. And you just kind of eat whatever, you sleep whatever, and you get a little water in, you hit the gym six, seven days a week, and it's all going to be gravy, right? And especially if it worked for them 20 years back, they have a hard time understanding that there have to be changes. You have to be smarter, right? You can't just like load weight, load weight, volume, 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 you know, six, seven days a week. Unless you have a plan, you're really looking at like total amount of sets, reps, where that weight is and ratio with your like one rep max. Those things matter. You need to understand those. And then we need to progress very, very slowly. So if you're not thinking about those things, invest in thinking about those things. 
because I promise you, you can't get that information from my podcast or from someone else's, right? You can get the idea of why that's important, but then you've got to engage with somebody to work that stuff out with you, right? Personal trainers, nutrition coaches, PTs, if you have an injury, these are the people you need to be looking out for, connecting with, so you can develop and understand and really have a plan, right? If you go back to my episode with Philip Ricardo Jr., the 52-year-old, you know, four-time Mr. Natural Olympia bodybuilder, like listen to how he programs out a month at a time. And he's very thoughtful about it. And it's very slow progression. Like that's the way you need to be planning and thinking so that you know, going to the gym, last week I did this. I'm going to get one extra rep to this week. I'm not trying to jump up 10 pounds. I'm not trying to like, well, felt great last week. I'm going to throw quarters on both sides of my bench and just see what happens. Like, sure, 23-year-old guy, go for it. Have fun. You may or may not get injured, but you're 23, you'll get better. When you're 43, when you're 48, when you're 55, we don't have time to be wasting doing that kind of stuff. That's not helpful, right? That's not going to get you where you want to be. So you've got to be very disciplined in the way you think about your workouts. Showing up's the first thing, right? You've got to show up. You've got to get to the gym enough days, right? So we're putting in the work. And then you've got to look at the quality of that workout. Are you warming up properly? Are you doing mobility? Are you thinking about where you're strong, where your weak points are? I just posted a video on how to develop middle trap strength because a lot of people, as they get older, their neck and upper back, it's tight from just sitting at a desk all day or to stress. And that shows up in inability to move the scapula and get that great retraction, which can show up in shoulder pain, but it can also show up in underdevelopment of the back and lats because you don't have the scapular strength to pull your shoulders back to get your lats engaged. So we end up not building muscle and creating imbalances, you know, where we're having too much tension, too much overworking of the traps and shoulders in the front here in the top and not enough scapular engagement, not enough of the right muscle groups working in unison when we're doing push and pull. So these types of things are super important. Now, what I'm doing on my YouTube channel is I'm posting various concepts to help get you ideas. Maybe you grab a couple, add them into your workout, that kind of stuff. I also have a workout program. It's a PDF. If you send me an email or comment on this video, you're going to get that. I'll just send it to you. It's free. It's a template. It will give you a good opportunity to kind of have a weekly plan that you can use. That's going to have cardio. That's going to have weights. It's going to have a push pull legs concept should be easy to follow. So if you want that, let me know. All right. But the thing about it is the thing is there's one person out of a thousand right now who's 40 plus, who doesn't have mobility issues, who doesn't have posture issues, who doesn't have old injuries that created imbalances that like one shoulder is a little bit higher when you push and this you know, hips a little bit off and, and we have a, an internally rotated hip on the left side. All these things happen. And you know what? The body's amazing. The body figures it out. It figures out how to move and stack and do it all even with those imperfections, imbalances. I'm not trying to get you to fix them all because we really can't. Our bodies aren't really meant at this age to be completely symmetrical. It's okay. That's not going to be a thing. I think chiropractors really get it wrong when they're trying to make you like this perfect specimen of like the vertebrae are all aligned perfectly. Like 
if you're an athlete, if you're pushing weight, if you're out there getting work done, you know, those things are going to just be there and you have to figure out how to stretch, how to create mobility, how to strengthen the right muscle groups so that you don't find yourself getting injured and having pain over and over again. Because when you're in a pain cycle, it, it just it ruins working out, right? If your low back keeps flaring up every time you do leg press or squats, like we've got to address it. We've got to address core issues, flexibility issues in the hips, all those things so that you're not feeling and experiencing pain every time you try to push weight and get stronger because your body will not push weight and build muscle if there's a joint or if there's an area of your body that has pain or instability. It's just not going to happen. So there's no reason to push heavy weight if you're like, oh, the shoulder, every time I bench, I just, I love pushing 100 pound dumbbells, but man, my shoulder just bugs me every time. I don't want that to be you, right? I don't want you to have pain. But the only way to not have that is by being smart and investing in yourself, the work you put in, getting with a coach, doing those things that matter most so that you can experience a type of benefits and results that aren't just short term. Like, hey, I got strong in six months. I lost weight in, in this year. But like, hey, 20 years, 30 years. I want you to be the seven-year-old guy on your street that everyone's like, I don't know what that guy's doing. But he's still jacked and he's playing with his grandkids and lift him overhead. And he's like, you know, when I grew up in the 80s, there were a couple of those guys and you, they were like kind of freaks of nature, right? Like somehow they, they kind of broke the code and figured out how to get older, 70, 80 years old. And they still seem to have that kind of gritty vitality and those wiry, strong muscles and all that kind of stuff. Like once in a while you see somebody like that, but that could be your reality. That can be you. There's a reason why, you know, people fall off in their strength and muscle mass, all those things we stop using them or we keep getting injured and it becomes harder and harder to, to recover from the injury and our mobility gets worse and worse as our body gets tighter and tighter to try to not get injured again. So man, if, I, if there's anything you heard from this podcast today, if there's anything you're taking away, it's really assess where you are and go spend some money on a great gym with a great culture of like smart strength training, uh, go get yourself a coach. Find someone who can write you programs, who can help you out at least for a couple months. I'm here to help too. I do that. If you want to reach out to me, check the show notes, check the information. You can reach out to me and I can help you with that. Right? Well, you've got to find a way to make this, you know, the next three, five years, positive growth, not getting injured, not going too hard and then having to pull back and going hard again and pulling back but like consistency and growth and performance-based strength training so that you can continue to feel stronger and stronger. That confidence comes from the strength, that commitment. All of a sudden, your kids are like, man, look at dad. That guy's badass. I want to be like him. Dad, will you take me to the gym? All of a sudden, wow, that's a whole different conversation. That's a whole different relationship when a dad is helping his son or daughter learn about strength training and that kind of stuff at 10, 11, 12, 13 years old. It's a big deal, right? So think about where you're at right now. Think about where you're strong, or where you feel like you've got things handled and think about where you're weak and where you need more support and then invest your time and energy in that. All right. So that you can bring those things up and really have a balanced attack. You know, last week I interviewed my yoga instructor. I was 
you know, the first to say, like, I was getting tight with too much strength training. I needed to do more mobility. And honestly, stretching just wasn't doing it. I was still finding myself, you know, really tight in my hips, having some knee pain from time to time. Shoulders were still a little tight. Doing yoga twice a week, game changer. That's what I needed. That may not be what you need, but that's what I needed. So I needed to invest in yoga and putting the time and the energy and the, and the importance into yoga so that I could kind of bring up my mobility and my posture and all those things. And man, it has changed my workouts because I'm stronger. I don't feel injured. I don't feel like I'm recovering better. All those things are happening. So that was my story. What's yours? If you need help, reach out to me. We can set up a discovery call. If you want to like talk about this, uh, if you want coaching, great. But I can also just have a conversation with you, which can be maybe helpful to you. I'd love to do that. All right. The key here, though, guys, is, you know, we got to figure this stuff out. Going back to the LeBron James analogy, right? We don't need to spend a million and a half dollars a year on our recovery and our health and our, and our fitness. But shouldn't we put a good chunk of our you know, disposable income that we're using for, you know, in the day to day. I mean, we're paying for Netflix. We're paying for all these other things that do nothing for our health. Let's focus on getting good protein in, getting the fruits and vegetables, eating well, putting money into like a, a coach, maybe a better gym, personal training. That could be a thing that you want to do right now. Whatever it is, invest in yourself, right? And build that momentum so that you can have long-term results. All right, guys, thanks for listening to the Mindset Forge podcast. 